What's going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Unscripted. I'm here with my 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 guy, man, my 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 colleague, my pal. Yeah. Uh, or, or as uh, <laughs> as Chris Farley would say, when he was uh, Matt Foley, motivational speaker, he was like, "We're going to be buddies. We're going to be pals." <laughs> my pal. Yeah, man, Chris Farley. Uh, that's my guy, man. That's so. that's super, man. Yes, indeed. Super, man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. You're all right, folks. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. How are you, my man? I'm good. It's great to be with you and a lot, lots of chat. You know, we were talking earlier today on the phone, and the, the fun about this unscripted show is that it's unscripted, yes, and we're like two pals sitting in the diner or whatever, chatting about wrestling you know what got me this week what's that no i don't want anyone to think that i don't love seth rollins as a performer i think he's fabulous mm-hmm. whoa anyway he's fabulous <laughs> i think the whole thing the fans do with him is amazing yeah. but you know what gets me what's that he's the world champion yes defending but when he comes out to the music and he's doing all this, to me, a world champion should be poised. Stoic when he, yes. Yeah, poised and stoic yeah. when he comes out, do the shtick part in the ring. Yeah. You know, and he can still do that. But I, I, saw, I watched Carmelo Hayes um, on Monday Night Raw. And when he was doing an interview, he came across like a world champion boxer to me, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. fighters I've seen on there. And, you know, that there was very little stick. The Seth Rollins that I think should come out is the Seth Rollins that changed his interview style a little further into his in-ring interview where he was serious and dead on. There is time for the stick, but I think when you come out, you really need to be, and I loved your word, poised. Yes, absolutely. He has to have some poise, man. What do you uh, think? So... Um, man, I, I'm just not, I think I've said this before, man. I, I just, Seth just doesn't do it for me, man. I just, uh, I think that he's, Why? yeah, I just, I think it's largely because of what you said, man. He just doesn't, he just doesn't look like a believable champion. He just, he just doesn't like, I, he's just hokey and carny. I just, I just don't, I don't like, I just don't like to stick. I, I don't, I mean, I think that, um, uh, I think the best gimmick that Seth had was the Monday Night Messiah. Cause I think at that time he was just a menacing heel. He was like driving Rey Mysterio's eye to the edge of the chair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was just, you know, he was demeaning Dominic and it was just convincing. It was just convincing. This gimmick to me is just not convincing. As a as a baby face, he just goes around, he prances. He dances and he just elicits the cheers uh, of, and he's he's inviting uh, the audience to hijack the show. Yeah, yeah, he's he's entertaining the crowd. He's being a, a concert performer here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it feels that way. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's just not. The, but his matches, you can't you can't dismiss his work in the ring once the match gets started. And the clowning gets is over. I mean, he's a really good 
what we used to call technical wrestler when he wants to be. Sure. But I mean, with that logic, I can say the same thing about Akira Tozawa. Go ahead. Say it. I mean, he's, he's good in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> I mean, like Akira Tozawa, he's a solid in-ring performer and he's actually very good, actually. Um, I said actually twice. I was redundant. You but did. he's actually, I'll say it three times. He's a he's a good performer in the ring. So Akira Tozawa is, and so Seth Rollins, man, he's just uh, I don't know, just from a storyline perspective, like he's solid in the ring. Uh, I, I can take or leave his promos. I mean, he's just not he's not a, an amazing. Who should player. be who should be in that world? Who looks like and should be in that world champion position? As a baby face on Raw, doesn't like, matter. Anybody okay. Bobby on Raw. Lashley, Bobby Lashley should be. Oh, you said I'm anybody on Raw? He's on. He's on SmackDown now. Yeah, but I'm just talking about in it's WWE. Anybody, yeah, anybody, Bobby Lashley should be world. Yeah, he looks. The, yes. You know the, the times that he comes out in the suit and yes. all that. And I've mentioned this on our show before. He looks like a convincing yes. champion. Yeah, that's what you need to look like. Absolutely, and I think Seth. Uh, I just his I liked his uh, I liked his mid card babyface run. It was more of a workhorse. Uh, oh, okay. He still had to burn it down. It was still good. His matches, you know, that he had uh, the the I think there was the triple threat. If I'm not mistaken, it was like him, Finn Balor, and maybe last year or so the the WrestleMania match that he had the triple threat. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was a pretty solid match. And when he was uh, doing his workhorse runs on Raw as Intercontinental Champion. I think that that was a good run for him, too. What hurt him was, I think what hurt him the most was his feud against The Fiend. I think that's really hurt him a lot because people just weren't into Seth Rollins enough because his gimmick wasn't as captivating mm-hmm. as The Fiend's was, you yes. know. And that caused people to be more attracted to the spectacle of Bray Wyatt as the fiend than just the run of the mill workhorse, yeah. burn it down, Seth yeah. Rollins. And so I yeah. think that really hurt him. But he, I think he did a good job when he turned into the Monday Night Messiah because that gave him an opportunity to be a cocky schmug. Right. Kid. It wasn't that whole. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a Joker style. Yeah, you know? right, right. Yeah, and so I think I think that that really helped him. Now, here's the thing: if he wants to play a Joker character, I mean, my thing is why half butt it? Like, just go all out. Wear Joker paint. Like, wear like like come in with Joker garb. Like, if not that's with a world doing. championship belt on. And, but and, well, I'm saying I, I'm not like. Seth isn't convincing to me. Like he's just not a convincing champion to me. I just when I see him and Roman go together, like as like the build up, it just it just doesn't do I'm it. I'm only me. talking about his entrance. That's now, the thing that yeah, me. I just that, that's one that's one of many things that bothers me about Seth Rollins. I, I think that again, if he's a heel. The, the Monday Night Messiah convinced me that he's a main event heel. But when when he won, uh, he beat Brock Lesnar twice in one year a few yeah. years back. I think that was uh, – I was there. I was doing um, – that was 35, I believe, in, in uh, 
Jaisy, and you're and you're the, the back of Jersey. He was in Jersey, and uh, East Rutherford. Uh, so it was New York, New Jersey. Carolines. Yeah, indeed. So um, I was I was there, and that's when Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar in the opener mm-hmm. uh, WrestleMania that uh, that year, and it just man, I, like, and then he beat him. I think it was at SummerSlam again. I was just like, I don't know, man. It just you're it just, not a Rollins guy. I'm not, man. I, I, I want, like, I want to, I want to believe him. I want, I want him to be believable to me. But I'm trying to figure out what it needs to take for me to say, okay, I'm convinced that Seth Rollins is the guy. Not like, to, like he can come in the main event spot. It's, it's cool, you know. What I mean, for 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 who they have, sure. But as far as being the guy and the top guy, well, wait a minute. You got you got now Raw, SmackDown, NXT. All these guys are standing in front of you, Chris. Yeah. And you're told pick the one guy that we can put the World Heavyweight Championship belt on that's going to look and act like a champion. And you said it's Bobby Lashley. I did. And I say I agree. Yeah. Anyone else? Why is he not? Anyone else? What? Yeah, but why is he not? I wow, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. I, I don't understand. I don't understand why they're. And this is a good. This is a good topic actually, because we can think of a. We can think of another person. I actually have one other person who's currently on the raw roster that uh, we can explore here in a Gunther, minute. Are you talking about? Uh, I like Gunther a lot, actually. Yeah, I think too. that he definitely can be a part of. I think he definitely can be a. Uh, on that list, but not as a baby face. So we're talking about baby faces now. Oh, I, I'm just talking about breast. It doesn't so, matter if they're. Or it doesn't matter. Gunther could definitely be a world champion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but as far as baby faces are concerned, um, Bobby Lashley, why isn't he? Your guess is as good as mine. And they put him on SmackDown, and he's been away from SmackDown for several yeah. weeks. Yeah. So are they going to try to repackage them again and again and again? It just doesn't make sense. But as far as Raw is concerned, I think that two people can be the potential next babyface world champion based on your metrics. So I like Shinsuke Nakamura. I think that uh, he has a really good look to him. I think he looks like uh, I think his presentation is captivating enough with the audience that always look at always imagine pro wrestling as if I'm not a fan and I'm looking at and I'm in some focus group or I'm just looking at it casually yeah, yeah, yeah. and which one of these people to me looks the part. Yeah. But if I'm a wrestling fan, Shinsuke Nakamura, who I think is tremendous and I love his yeah. entrance. I wouldn't change that if mm-hmm. he was world champion, it's not sticky. It's not silly. It's not like that, but he's been beaten too much. Yeah, I mean that's that's based on his current booking. Like I think that he's been booked horribly. Uh, yeah. I think that he's been but like especially with the momentum that he came that he had coming from Japan at the beginning of the year with his uh you know tag match and his singles match against Kiji Mo, uh, Muto. Muto. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So so he they they dropped the ball on him because you know you you come from being that Japanese like ha- like defeating Muta and coming back and going 50-50 and losing more matches by getting drafted the Raw, that was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, another person, I think, and this is a good tie to the Money in the Bank, I think that Damian Priest uh, yes. could be the next my, baby face my, world champion. My number, I have seen 
I've known him since he was back in the Monster Factory. Oh. Uh, I have seen him in the Indies. That's in Maryland, right? What's that? Monster Factory in Maryland? New Jersey. New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, that's right. Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Which, by the way, they have an excellent uh, streaming show about all the people on the Monster Factory. Nice. I'm not sure what. Jay Lethal was, uh, he, he came from the Monster Factory. I he? believe he did. Oh. The original Monster Factory, by the way, this is an asterisk here. I was there the first day they opened, and the trainers were um, Larry Sharp okay. and Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. Ooh, they ran nice. the first Monster Factory. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, so getting back to this now, Damian Priest has uh, the Roman Reigns type of look hmm. to him. Uh, he's an excellent wrestler. Mm. I've seen him in the in the Indies. I think his uh, interview skills are really good, and I think somewhere down the line, like they did with a Drew McIntyre, is to take this guy slowly and make him a major, major player. So I agree with you on him completely. When I see Damian Priest, I see Razor Ramon. Like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I see, yeah. I see like a, a a Puerto Rican Razor Ramon. You know what I mean? And, and it's like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that they can run with that because well, it was supposed to be Latino, even though Scott Hall wasn't. Yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like he was supposed to be Latino, but like Damian Priest is Puerto Rican. So he can, he has that Caribbean flavor, like genuinely, you know what I mean? So uh, he's an authentic Caribbean. So I think one of those people, uh, I, I think that he can be that representative of Scott, like a uh, Razor Ramon that the WWE was trying to create. And I think that Razor Ramon in the WWE was fantastic, but oh, they never gosh. pushed him to that main event level, though. From from your experience, because you worked. Well, no, I disagree with that. He was main event at a lot of the uh, spot shows. Um, maybe not on the uh, pay-per-views, but. Uh, well, that's my on, point. I mean, what's the but point? on TV, on the TV shows, which were just as important as the pay-per-views back then. He headlined main events on TV all the time. He was, in, yeah, the I mean, TV, he was incredible. The TV shows were leading up to the pay-per-views, though. No, I know that. But Scott Hall main evented, Razor Ramon main evented a lot of the TV shows. I think he, he had one. Average. I think he had one world title main event. I think it was against Brett in 93, if I'm not mistaken. Royal Rumble. I think he went around the horn with Brett on, on the whole territory. Yeah, yeah, so he had one pay-per-view main event against Brett, Royal Rumble 93, I think it was. And then he had uh, the 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 match before then, Summer uh, Survivor Series 92, I believe it was, uh, what, him and Flair against Savage. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And but so, a lot, unfortunately, you know, the word got around that uh, uh, a lot of the people higher up in the office didn't trust him uh, uh, because of uh, his lifestyle. Okay. And he always told yeah. me, I interviewed him a million times. He always told me, yo, this is what I'm like, Chico. And mm. you take me the way I am or you don't take me at all. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's I a miss him. way yeah. to, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think that they're. So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. 
everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Could have been a world title opportunity for Razor. Uh, but again, man, yes, he yes, he may invent it. But at the same time, he he played a lot of mid-card stuff, too. I mean, because he didn't think- need a belt or anything. He was he was when they were developing characters. He was one of the most talked about characters. I'd go by the school bus, the taking my son over to the school bus the next day. All the kids are like, yo, Chico, how you do? They were all big Razor Ramon fans. That I was one of those. Caught yeah. On. yeah. I was one of those people. But here's my here's my problem with that. Go for I it. Don't, I don't believe that anyone should not vie for the world championship. You don't go and you don't he did. Up. He just I didn't know. win it. Right. <laughs> but he, he did what one pay-per-view? Maybe pay-per-view, but again, he went around the horn to all the all the big arenas with Brett there and non-televised though. Non-televised, yeah, the spot shows. But big arenas, you know, they go to the Nassau Coliseum. Yeah. Not Jersey, yeah. Long Island. <laughs> no, yeah, no long in Long Island. <laughs> yes, see, that's my thing. That's my thing, Bill. Like it's Okay, sure you'll you'll do the the spot shows, but at the same time, like the fans aren't like the the majority of the fans aren't seeing that. the The majority of the fans are seeing him feud with Dean Douglas and uh, yeah. have you know be like it. So it's like that's what we're seeing a lot when we saw the television shows. Like you're a journalist, you traveled a lot and you saw that, so your perception of Scott Hall is more. You know, uh, it's everybody seeing it. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's not as it's not as universal as the fans seeing seeing mm-hmm. Scott Scott Hall as Razor Ramon. With you, you you traveled with him, so you're like, oh yeah, he did Long Island. You know, he he did he did Poughkeepsie. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so that's one of those things that you could say about him. Time time spell Poughkeepsie. P O U G H K E E P S I E. Yes, can do that. So, getting back to Damian Priest now, yeah. the, uh, the second coming of uh, of Razor Ramon, sort of. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, I think that he has an opportunity to be Scott Hall to a different level, to or Razor Ramon to a different level, and yeah. he has, they're similar sizes. You know, similar. I think Scott and he uses the, uh, yeah. the same finish. Yeah. yeah, he uses the same finish, and so. I think that he really can be a really good baby face. I just hope that they book him well and I hope that there's a story with them. I think that I think that Damian Priest should win the money in the bank. And, I what, agree I, with and what I think what I think they should do with that is I think that they should cause some dissension between him and Finn. And so Finn Isn't it already it. there? It's kind of, kind of like yeah, they're teasing it a bit. Yeah, they're so teasing it. Yeah. But what I think is, I think Finn should lose against Seth. Finn gets jealous after Priest wins the Money in the Bank, and then he gets he gets jealous enough to kick him out. Now you can do one of two things: you can have Priest and Finn at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. and Priest wins. You know, what I mean that continues to solidify his baby face turn yeah. or you can do a swerve and have jd mcdonough assist finn at at SummerSlam, 
and have Finn win the match against Priest. And then that leads to Finn and Priest for the case at the at the next uh, pay per view because I'm a story guy, so I'm about to stretch. Yeah, no, 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 no. But you see, uh, Priest doesn't <coughs> really have to change. See that all the all the rule breakers used to tell me when they turn a good guy, mm-hmm. old magazine terms here, mm-hmm. is that I didn't change anything. We just changed my opponents. Mm-hmm. Then the fans started to like me. Mm-hmm. So I think Priest is already amassing a very large following, mm-hmm. as is the other guy who might win this, surprisingly, might be L.A. Knight. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's, a, that's someone else who I'm not really sold on, man. Okay. I think, okay. Yeah, I think that I think that he I think that he has a fantastic promo. I think that he's solid in the ring. I think probably the reason why I'm not sold on him as much right now uh is because he feels as if he's like the fans flavor of the month correct and and i i don't like that type of like tribalists you know you better like him or else type of feel you know what i mean and it's like that 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 turns me away from just seeing you know the authenticity of 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 a star i think that they shouldn't hot shot LA's, you know, I think that he should be a baby face too. The only reason, the only thing that I can oh, see. Yeah, he yeah, already is. They, they should just turn him. It's just, yeah. they should just turn him all the way. Yeah. I would be okay with LA Knight winning if, see, that the thing, I don't like cash ins for mid card championships, what they mm-hmm. started doing last, last year. But if they want to continue that, like we talked about before, if he, if he wins and turn and, and cast it on Gunther. I think that'll really help him a lot. Yeah, I think uh, that would be a great idea. I think yeah. that would be a great idea. So did you watch Dark Side of the Ring, Junkyard Dog? I watched probably about 15 or so minutes of it. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to watch all of it yet. But, uh, yeah, Coco Beware was on there. D.B. Oscar was on there. Teddy, Teddy Player was on Player Player. He was on yeah. there. Holla, uh, holla. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't Harris. know. I knew Junkyard really well. Mm-hmm. But what was hidden from me was his whole drug usage i never ever ever knew that about Mm. him Mm. at all i traveled with him at times never saw him do this um and you know bill watts denied a lot of the uh they they had crawled you know bill watts was asked some so and so we should try and get bill watts on the show i'm going to reach out to him yeah that would be see if we can get him on the show one night but uh junkyard dog uh, was such a was such a great character, but there's little, there's very little I don't know about a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. But that was so well hidden from me, really. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I'm I'm friends with Eric, um, and of course Bill's son, and uh, yeah, he 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 shared a lot of stories with me about uh, Dog uh, about yeah. JYD, and uh, yeah. so yeah, it's it's interesting because. Man, I was a huge JYD fan. It's interesting because I was really interested. I was really intrigued about how they were narrating the beginning of the show because I'm really interested in watching. He was like one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. And I remember as a kid remembering like, man, when he when he had the WrestleMania, you know, match, you know, it seemed like they were really going to push him. And then I believe it was, it was 1990 when he went to the WCW, had a world championship match against Ric Flair. I remember. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, well, maybe they're going to do something with him. <clears throat> and 
just like the just like the the dark side was talking about, man, he left that mid south and was expecting that type of superstardom. Yeah. And, in the, in the WWE didn't get it, man. And I can see how that just caused his kind of mental st- status to plummet. Well, he thought he was Hulk Hogan. Like yeah. a lot of the guys did. A lot of the guys wanted, you know, going to New York, you'd be on a car with Hogan. Well, I, I probably should be equal to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But yeah. That you know, just Vince McMahon protected Hulk Hogan at that point because, you know, he was the, everybody else was a great money, good money draw. But Hogan was the star of the show. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Let's do a five-minute lightning round, man. Let's uh, let's do a lightning round here. Let's see. What do we got? Uh, predictions for the two Money in the Bank matches. Um, what do you got? Well, I gave you my. I'm going to go with uh, a Damian Priest. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the ladies. they could surprise everybody, and this is a this is a really bad pick. But for some reason, I think at the end it's going to be uh, Becky and Trish, and I think there's going to be an angle there. So I'm going to say Becky. Okay, so it's a better pick. I was going to pick Trish, but I I'm not picking her. Um, so I want Damian Priest to win, and sure. I want Shinsuke to win, but I think that they'll. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go priest. I, I think that you know LA Knights what the fans want, and I think that uh, you know I just priest. I, yeah, priest. I, 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 I'm gonna go priest, man. I, I, I'm gonna go Becky with the women's too. That was my, that was. Okay. I don't want her to win. Um, I think again. I, I think you should have Zelina Vega win and then cash it in. It's uh, oh, agreed. I'm gonna switch yeah. mine to Zelina Vega. I think you should I have. Yeah, I'm yeah. switching it. So we will have two Latinos. Yeah. There you and go. I, yeah. And I, I think that Priest and Vega winning would be really cool, a really cool selling point for Backlash if it goes back to Puerto Rico next year. I agree. 100%. That would be really, really cool, man. So 100%. All right. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? We got uh, what wrestler would you uh, add to the Judgment Day? I'd have Bronson Reed replace Damian Priest and then have Priest become a main event babyface. What do you think? Oh, Bronson Reed for sure. To join Judgment Day. Yeah, why not? I I think Bronson Reed is not being they're making him look a little too weak. I agree. I think you know he's Crusher Blackwell. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I love him. I, Crusher Blackwell uh, mixed with Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, yeah, right, right. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, just that, that doesn't intrigue me. Him being a part of Judgment. maybe. Well, how about bringing Bray Wyatt back into the Judgment Day? Ooh, uh, interesting. Ooh. I think that I think he should bring back the uh, the Wyatt family, man. Uh, I yeah, do put them in the put them in the Judgment Day. Yeah, I, I see. I don't think they'll. I think they should feud against the Judgment Day, or at least they, like be on SmackDown or something like that. Be their own. You well, know. They could meld in. Come on, I think it would be a great meld in. I just the it's Judgment like, Day is just like some dark, like just kind of like goth type of like like Bray's not the goth dark. You know what I mean? He's kind of like the sinister dark, but like Judgment Day is like some goth emo to me. All right. Like it has that type. I just figured out since I brought up Bray Wyatt and you brought up Lashley before, they're hanging out somewhere together, putting something together. 
Bingo. That's, that's what it, it is. That's it right there. That's, that's what it is. Absolutely. I told them, guys. <laughs> yes. They're in Aptis Alley. Yeah, yeah. I figured they were, man. Taking a nap. <laughs> uh, you think you think Solo would betray Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank inside with his brothers? No, I think Paul Heyman is going to make a turn. Ah. That's what I think. I think Paul Heyman's going to go with the Usos, but maybe not yet. So wouldn't that make the Usos make a turn? Because Paul Heyman's already healed. So yeah, no, no, no. Paul changes his ways. So he's a babyface. He's he's still with the bloodline with the Usos part. It depends how the fans take him. Yeah. It doesn't change him babyface. It doesn't make him still not a heel, but it makes him on to the Usos. He favors them. It's better deal for him. I think you still got. I think you still got to make. I think you still got to make him a babyface or a heel. Unless, unless Rikishi comes in. He can be. He can be the Usos. It's time. He can be the new leader of the Judgment Day. Yeah, he could. No, <laughs> no, leader of the bloodline. The real. The yeah, real. I said it on purpose to see the real head of the table. <laughs> All right, we got a couple of super chats. We're gonna hang. We're gonna head out. Jokinator, are you surprised about the reaction to Punk at Forbidden Door? That he was booed. He was booed by the. Yeah. No, I, th- I think. Uh, I think now the fans, they, they still love him, but I think they're now angry at everything that happened before. I think they're showing their anger right now. Yeah, because they're booing they the Bucks, too. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Although they cheer Kenny, which is interesting. Yeah, but, you know, it, it, it's in, in vogue to uh, uh, boo the good guys sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think Punk's got a... Uh, uh, I think a, a lot of, there's a lot of confusion among the fans about Punk. Is I wouldn't have put Punk in, you know, Forbidden Door. Of course, he was in a single match, but I wouldn't have put him in a, a, a three-way uh, six-man tag. You know, when he came back, he should have yeah. been showcased on his own. And then they put him in the eight-man tag as if that was better too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, our last question of the night: Rollins four ninety-nine super chat. Did Hulk Hogan ever talk about the hawking up, how the hawking up gimmick was created? It seemed like babyface Damian Priest had a similar gimmick for a while. Yeah, he, I, I took, as you know, I interviewed Hulk a, a, a zillion times. And from what he told me, he got that from watching other wrestlers on TV, just doing the, uh, ah, this type of thing. And he kind of just changed it into his own, into his own thing. Because if you remember back, when Hogan, before Hogan started, back in his days as Sterling Golden, all yeah. wrestlers, when they got mad, were doing like, and we used to call it the magazine, we used to say Hogan's doing his uh, muscle duty pose, because ah, it looked like he was going to the bathroom, and yeah. then, he changed, then he changed it. Yeah, so it was just a, a combination of a lot of people he saw do that. What was the greatest hulking character beside Hulk Hogan that you ever saw? The Incredible Hawk. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Very good. I like that. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Austin Idol used to do that a little bit too. Austin Idol, yeah. Very and nice. he was one of Hogan's uh one of Hogan's idols that uh, he saw to bring him into pro wrestling. Nice. I remember uh, Austin Idol following him when he was in a USWA. Yes, correct. With, correct. With uh, Jeff Gaylord. 
Oh uh, my goodness. Eric Embry. Eric Embry. He's uh, still around. I still talk to him. Gaylord died recently, didn't he? I I don't know. I don't Did know. You? I don't want to give any, any bad information here. Chris, this has been great. I so love sitting here and like I said, we're like two fans just having fun. Uh indeed. Yes, he died. Uh he died March the seventeenth. Okay. Yeah. Now correct. that you mention it, I do remember it, but I it didn't hit me. Yeah. Wow. It's, it was. I thought it was a little. Uh, wow. It was three months ago. So yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like recently. Yeah. All right. Well, Bill, after it's been a pleasure as always. Right too. And by the way, a lot of you fans might. We're not. We haven't signed our contracts yet, but you might see us in and around SummerSlam and WrestleCon in detroit mm. chris we're getting the contracts done fairly soon getting everything finalized okay. and uh it looks like uh the, the go-ahead would be coming soon that you will see uh us team up again we did it we teamed up again in, we teamed up in chillicothe and, we did uh, we did but yeah. right now we have to wait for our manager raju yes indeed. to get the contract he's, ready take it to the lawyers he's the agent yes, yeah the indeed. agent take it to the lawyer mr ashwin and we get it all taken care of. Fantastic. Bill Lapter, Dr. Chris, unscripted. It's been a pleasure as always. Have a good night, everybody. See, see, here's my thing. See, you got a signature and I got a signature too. Okay. So yours I'll, is see you at see the, you mine at is, the matches. There he goes. Mine is solo. No, that's a 